Hello, welcome to the Fast Track LNER's podcast about life at LNER, behind the scenes of the East Coast Main Line. So, welcome to York Station today. It's just gone eight o'clock in the morning. Very early for me, this actually, but I've got up because it's a very special event, this, which we'll hear more about in just a moment. But there's a buzz of activity as uh, there's preparations for the media to descend on this historic station. So I'm delighted, first of all, to introduce Claire Montgomery and Lauren Allery. Lauren, what's your role? Uh, so I'm the Consumer PR Manager and I've been here um, um, organising the event that's happening today. Right, so this would not happen if it wasn't for you two then, yeah? Yes, we've, yeah. Been, uh, we've been quite busy, but, but it's been really brilliant to organise this momentous occasion for LNER. Um, the first train naming that we've been doing um, under the LNER brand um, that is introduced today, so five years ago. So yeah, very exciting. It's a very special day today. We're very proud of LNER's past. We're proud of our present and we also look forward to the future. And today is a big day in that history, centenary year. The first naming for one of our Azuma trains. Yeah, very special day for everyone. We will find out in this podcast very shortly what the name is. Although some of you may know already because obviously it's uh, it's been publicised. But just in case you don't, I'm not going to reveal it yet. We'll let the MD do that, David Horn. Uh, when he comes and, and gets onto the stage. What are you both doing at the moment then? Because there's a lot of media coming up. Yes, we've got lots of media, lots of local stakeholders and people from the local community, as well as some of our colleagues who've been really involved in making today happen um, coming along. So we're busy at the moment kind of organising those bits. We've got a wonderful band who are um, due to play shortly, um, a local band from York, um, which is going to be a really wonderful spectacle. And we're really hoping that people who are passing by in the station as well come and just observe what's happening and, and become part of the celebrations too. Our community really is built of all those kind of stakeholders, um, people from the community, our customers who travel with us every day, as well as obviously the colleagues who are at the very heart of LNER. And our guests today can sample a, a new addition to our menu to mark the centenary year, a special apple tart that's going to be served in first class. So yeah, they've had a preview yeah. of that, haven't they? They have, they've had a little preview of that. And we had our team down from Beckelbury's who, who currently produced our very famous brownie, which is served on board. And they have worked um, with our catering team to specially develop the apple frangipan tart, which is based on a, on a dish that was served on board in the 1920s. So that will be coming um, this, this month um, to, call it, to customers who are traveling with us on board. Brilliant. Right. Okay. Now, Claire, you're doing the introductions, aren't you? So I'll let you go and get ready for that then. Well, on to today's proceedings, and I'm delighted to welcome to the stage rail historian and friends presenter of the popular railway TV programmes, including the architecture at the railways built, Tim Dunn. Good morning. What is in a name? You might ask. It won't make the train go any faster, will it? Or will it? Now, some might say 198 years ago, in this very place, the very first passenger train ran pulling passengers and it became named on public railway locomotion number one here in the northeast. And we, the railways, have been naming locomotives and trains ever since. Why? Because we love them. Now please welcome to the stage the Managing Director of LNER, David Horn. We decided that the first named Azuma train in LNER's 100th year had to be Century. A train that recognises achievements of our past, present and our future. 
celebrating what has happened over the past 100 years, but most importantly, looking forward to the exciting future in the next 100 years. Delivery for Century has been created by our talented in-house studio team, led by Gareth Peat, and we're excited to unveil that to you very shortly when the train pulls in to Platform 6 in a few minutes. Right, well, you just heard uh, David Horn, the uh, Managing Director of LNER, on the stage there, making the announcement. So just remind our podcast listeners then, what was, what was the thinking behind Century? This is LNER's 100th year. It's uh, 100 years since the first LNER came into being, and that was because the many railway companies back in the 1920s were amalgamated into four companies and the one for the uh, London to Scotland route on the east coast was called LNER and since coming into formation LNER then went on to do many historic things on the railway including of course setting world speed records with Flying Scotsman and Mallard and really innovated for its customers. So when we were formed as LNER five years ago, we wanted to continue that tradition, celebrate railways and the, the style and the speed and the sustainability, of course, that journeys on today's railway are known for. And this being the 100th year, we thought, well, what better way of celebrating it than with our first uh, naming of the Azuma of the Azuma train, and it's not just a name as well, is it? It's also a brand and a and a look for the train too. Yeah, we want these trains to be known across the world, just like uh, Flying Scotsman and Mallard have become over the years. Uh, when we go on holiday uh, to other countries, of course, people will think of uh, the bullet trains in Japan and the. TGVs in France. Well, when people visit this country, we want them to know about the Azuma trains. We want them to travel on the Azuma trains rather than flying between London and Edinburgh as people might have done. These days, many people are looking to travel sustainably and with our electric Azuma fleet, that's the best way to do it. Great to have the faces of staff on them as well. We've got some amazing people here at LNER and you know, they're as much to celebrate as the trains themselves. It's the service, it's the way that people are looked after when they're travelling with LNER that we get a lot of positive feedback about. So our wonderful staff are an intrinsic part of the service that we deliver and it's only right that we mark that as well by featuring some of them on the side of the train. There is the media interest in these trains, isn't there? That is encouraging. You know, there's a lot of people come today. Well, of course, that continues the tradition that was formed by the first LNER. Yeah, yeah. They had a publicity department that was uh, well known for... It got itself well known uh, for promoting the railway, for creating those newsworthy moments... Uh, that were there to encourage people to travel by train. Of course, the original LNER had to compete against the uh, emergence of air travel and the emergence of motor car as well, so they had that job to do. Today, uh, of course, we're able to continue that, uh, uh, that push. This time we're trying to get people back off the airlines and encourage them to travel in a greener form of transport, which is our, our bimo trains and our electric trains. And yeah, so moments like this are a part of continuing that tradition as well. Well, look, David, I need to let you get on because we mentioned the press and we've got a member of the press from the local newspaper in York here who's eager to talk to you. So thank you very much for talking to the podcast and hopefully we'll catch up again with you soon. Thank you.
Right, we're on platform six now. Uh, the first track is with Tim Dunn. Tim's a railway historian and a broadcaster. He's uh, just given an excellent speech, if I may well say so, actually. Uh, I say excellent because I love the way that you kind of linked the, the new name of this train with the history. Names have always been important, haven't they? They certainly have. I mean, up here in the northeast, you know, this is where the very, very first named train was on a public passenger railway. Of course, locomotion number one up here in the northeast, that started the trend. And ever since then, there's been a heritage across this country. And to be honest, really, it is just Great Britain that has got this, this naming heritage. I mean, over on the west, you've got Rocket doing 30 miles an hour. Down the south, you've got Gladstone. But up here, of course, after the northeastern railway developed, the LNE came in 100 years ago and we have that heritage things like Flying Scotsman we have of course you know, things like Green Arrow Mallard Sir Nigel Gresley these names that are of course household names even still today and that shows you I think just how much people love a named train it gives it an identity it makes it feel like it's real it brings them into almost like a, almost like a, 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 a real personality I think the naming is also very important, isn't it, uh, for helping the Azuma train to actually bed in and become part of history, like oh, the yeah. high-speed train, like Mallard, like yeah. the Deltics. Of course, I mean, you know, Deltics, of course, had, had names of, of things like, you know, military names and, and, high, and, and uh, fast resources. They were loved by those who were on them at the time. The 125's got names. Even the Class 91's have got names. I mean, even still, I mean, often I sit there at, uh, in the speech, I'll sit at uh, King's Cross and I'm on a 91 going to Leeds and I have a quiet thrill knowing that I'm being hauled by like, James Bond's Skyfall, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like there's an adventure about to happen on this, on this train. But of course, that's the whole point of a name, right? It conveys something bigger and something more interesting and it gets the customer, the passenger, to think more deeply about the railway, what it does, where it sits and where it fits in daily life. And of course, naming a train, like Century, gets the customer and passenger to think, hang on a second, what does that mean? Why? And yet people start thinking about the railway more. And the more people think about the railway, the more they start to love it. Can you walk and talk? Because I think we should yeah, head yeah, off I... down towards uh, Platform 6 now, where because the train is due in shortly. Indeed, and that noisy one to Blackpool is gone now, so we don't need... We can... We can carry on down here. So, uh, what do you think of the name Century, then? I think it's a wonderful name. I think, again, it, it encompasses everything that, uh, that it should do. And it, it, it's simple, it's a, a single name, um, and, of course, also intrinsic to the name, actually, is the livery as well, yeah. which, and brings in a number of sources, historic sources, and, and contemporary ones, too. So, I look forward to it. Looking down here, walking down here, down the, the spectacular glass roof that, that takes over York Station. Look at this. There's a huge number of people at the far end, the platform six. The band is now playing. I can hear it in the distance. And in fact, coming up the main line now into platform is this six. This is it, isn't it? This is yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but look at that. There's a huge sea of red at the end of the platform, which means <laughs> the LNER team, the crew is there. Look at that. Right, back from the yellow line. So I get it back from the yellow line. And here it is. We're lucky to get a beautiful day today as well, aren't we? So, oh, hang on a second. Look at that. We have a complete train set livery. It's got a gold stripe down it. Look at that. Isn't that lovely? So you're impressed with that, then? It's lovely, isn't it? Of course, you know the golden golden livery down one side. The element of gold gives it a certain certain little little nod. A bit special. And here it is, gliding to a halt. So. Walking quite rapidly. Yes, we're both <laughs> exhausted. It's a big station, York. And here we go, down the side. Look at that. There's, there's photographs down the side. Everything from the 125 to a Deltic 
to uh, bits of Nigel Gresley. Those are the, the, the pictures on the on the side. Yeah, sorry, uh, down the side, and of course the the, uh, the the driving car there named Century down the side. Rather lovely. Well, well done, team. Tim, thank you very much. It was great to talk to you, and thank you for commentating on the train coming in as well, which we weren't expecting. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but you did brilliantly. Thank you for joining us on the fast track. Hey, Jordan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Andy. 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 They want a little photograph of us two together. Yeah, let's do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jordan, Jordan Cochran, uh, you are the driver of the train today. You were telling me uh, you, you have only just recently finished the training, is that right? Yeah, so this is my third week out driving by myself. I've been with uh, my driving instructor, Mussi, for the last sort of eight months or so, and about four months of classroom training before that. So, it's been a long, long year coming, but now I'm out by myself. What made you want to drive trains? I've worked on a railway since I, since 2015. I came out of school and, and started on track with Network Rail. And since then, I've always kind of looked up to the train driver role. It's sort of the, the job for me, I always thought. So, yeah, after seven years on track, I thought it was finally time to get my applications out and, and obviously... Now, the training is very intense. You've been through all that. So how does it actually feel on a summer's day like today to be in charge of something like this, doing that speed from London to York? Oh, it's perfect, yeah. It's the best job in the world, really. Uh, And as you say, like on a summer's day like this, it all sort of comes together. You see where all the hard work pays off and, yeah, the best job in the world. Don't expect you were thinking that you'd be in the middle of a media scrum when you arrived. Absolutely not. (laughs) No, but, yeah. What's the train like to drive then? How much of it is you and how much is it the, the train technology? The trains are really impressive. I think they're really responsive. I, 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 to be honest, it's been a long year. I can't remember what I was sort of expecting when I came here, but it certainly wasn't this. I think we have to use a lot of our skills and stuff to drive oh, the yeah. train and to, to, to obviously keep everything safe at all times. But yeah, the trains are brilliant as well. I'm always amazed by the acceleration. That is the most impressive thing about them, isn't it? Yeah, they've definitely got a lot you of You blow the whistle them. and they're out of the station before you know it. Who's this that's with us? You know well, I'm probably the most senior driver I on any yeah. yeah. So it's the newest and the oldest, if you like. What's your name? Then? My name's Andy Kenny. Andy. Anthony Kenny. They call me Andy. Good to meet you, Andy. And uh, thank you very much to Jordan as well. Uh, you're on the Fast Track, the LNER podcast here. Andy, what's, uh, you, what's the, the oldest train that you've driven then? How far oldest back train? Well, yeah. I go back to 1974 on the footplate. Right. There's a lot of different sort of trains in them days. Yeah. Now, with these, everything, as, as, as Jordan was saying, is so responsive. Yeah. You know, the brake goes when you want it to go, it comes off. Years ago, it wasn't like that. No. You were sometimes fighting the train. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. Yeah, you're actually fighting it. Even, but, even the diesels, because the steam drivers love the diesels for their oh, cleanliness. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, some thought, you know, they didn't like the change, because they're so used to what they're used to. <laughs> But um, it, it's the way the railway is, and things change, things move on. But um, as I say, that they were a lot of different sort of trains of them days. And to end up on these, I suppose, a bit of a privilege, really. Yeah, yeah. Because, and you like these, even? Oh, yes. To be honest, they're very reliable now. And I've asked a few drivers every day, if you went back to some of the older trains now, what would you like? Because yeah. there's always got a little bit of soft spot for them. Of course we have. But I think most people now would stick with these, the cab environment and everything. Andy and Jordan, thank you very much for talking to the Fast Track. Cheers. Now, one of the most striking things about this Azuma is that the naming of the train, the word Sentry, is actually done uh, over a number of different photographs, including members of staff. They show the staff, I suppose you could say, in action, doing their job. And uh, we have uh, with us uh, two of the people who are featured, Carolyn Sheard, and also Jennifer Curtin. 
Carolyn, what's your job then? I'm a customer experience leader. I work on board the train. And your job, Jennifer? Yeah, so I'm an on-train delivery manager. However, when the picture was taken, I worked on board as a customer experience leader. On-train delivery manager, that means you manage the teams yeah, that so deliver? Yeah, we, so we now, I, I mostly we do some coaching. We support the um, delivery to the customers on train. So, yeah, more looking at standards and um, looking from a different side of the lens. So we know who you are then. We'll look out for you. We're certainly going to be able to see your pictures on the side of this train so is this the first time you've seen this then? it is yeah and i'm okay. really it looks fantastic it looks right. brilliant really impressed have they, they got your good side have they? <laughs> i'd like to think so but it's a very distinctive photograph isn't it so well, you look good at it you? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you That's you are captured in the why of century oh, no. like, like you're in a cup of champagne a glass of champagne <laughs> oh, aren't you? How lovely. yeah yeah, and you're in the R. I am in the right R. Right in the yes. middle of the R. Yeah. And the thing is, these shots were very natural. So these are as in action. They were taken, yeah. and when we were working, they were not posed. Yeah. And I really like that. There's a lot of interest around. I think the naming of a train is quite a special event. So, yeah. and the fact that LNER is 100 years old. Yeah. So it's just well, a I've big had trouble. Celebration. I've had trouble getting a moment with you, haven't I? I've been <laughs> chasing you from platform three now. to platform <laughs> six. What's it like working on the Azuma? Then, you know, have you done any of the other ones before? Yeah, so when I started working for LNER nine years ago, yeah. uh, we had the HSTs, which are the old diesel trains, and also the uh, Mark IV, the Mallard, the electric trains, and then the Azumas were brought in. And they're a lot smoother, they're they're just really nice to work on board. I'm sure Jen will agree from the days that she worked on board. Absolutely, they're just a lot, like you said, a lot smoother, a lot quieter, yeah. and they feel a little bit more luxurious, so I really like them. Well, it's, it's a pleasure to meet uh, two celebrities now <laughs> fame at last day. up and down the east coast main line those images will be going that's right yeah, yeah thank you very much indeed thank you for great to talk to you so that's carolyn sheard who's an onboard customer host and also jennifer curtin who's now one of the managers of those teams oh look i've also uh, just caught up with ewan mccarty as well who's also on the side of this train because I think you're taking a little while to get used to this fame. Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it looks okay. At least I'm in the background. <laughs> I'm not up front with the rest of them, but I am there. Yeah, you're in the R of the word century, aren't R, you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. You must be proud, aren't you, to have been uh, featured? Embarrassed and proud. Yeah. A bit of both. Well. It, was, it wasn't expected. The email came in two weeks ago, and I, and I didn't think it would be as big as what it's been. I thought we'd wander up to York, and that would be it. Yeah. We'd have a look at the photograph, and off we'd go. But no, there's bands playing and people interviewing me. But you've got your place in history, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking some of the other guys. Maybe in a couple, 10, 20, 30 years now, I'll be in the sea. I don't know, obviously, you can't. some people can't see this. <laughs> and then the, all the newer people will be in the R and the yes. Y. And the... You might be converted to black and white by then. Well, yeah. yes. For the archive pictures. Yes. Just to put some context in here, behind every letter on the word sentry on the side of the train is a different picture. Some of them are black and white, some of them are from the 70s. And then, of course, you and you're the modern one, aren't you? Yeah. So, but overall, though, you're impressed with the train. You like working on them? I love working on the yeah. train. It's one of the best jobs in the world when it's all going well. Uh-huh. When the, the passengers are coming off and saying, look, you've done really well, it's been a great journey. It actually does make your day. Yeah. Are you going back to London now? I'm going back to London yeah. whenever all this is finished. Yeah. And you're an onboard customer host, I'm an onboard you? customer yeah. host, yeah. yes. Yeah. 
and, and they'll be looking after you on the way back. No, I'm in my uniform. I'll probably have oh, to you, help out. You and well, congratulations <laughs> on being featured on the train. Anyway, I'll look out for you. Anyway, thanks well, for thank talking you. to the fast track. Take care. Thank you. Take Cheers. So, newly named Sentry, the staff got the train ready. It was departing from York as the 10.02 service to London King's Cross. And what better way to send a special train off than with a trumpet fanfare? I'm David Dunning. Thank you very much indeed for listening to the LNER Fast Track podcast. We'll be back with more soon.